So with Adopt Project, uh, we work with organisations to help them find out what they need and support them with technology solutions, always with technology as an enabler, not the end solution. Uh, my name is Kat, uh, my background is in international development and progressively over the last few years I've been working in the tech space, which is where I met Annie. Yeah, so my name's Annie and my background is predominantly in, uh, in the kind of commercial tech space, I guess, for 20 years or so, which makes me age I'm going to have to try and make that sound less um, <laughs> but you know from for many years and I guess more recently really wanting to kind of shift my focus onto kind of more what I would call meaningful work which has a kind of real impact so hence the the kind of involvement with the dot project and so the purpose of these podcasts are really to we, we meet so many inspiring people through our day-to-day work um, particularly a lot of women doing amazing work within technology but also um, you know leading social enterprises and non-profits and also in the commercial sector as well and we just think that every time we have a conversation with someone there's always something that you learn and an interesting story and so our podcast is really around sharing those stories and understanding what motivates people and why they do what they do enjoy Okay, this is Annie and Kat back in Lusaka and we've got an amazing uh, lady to introduce you to this morning which is Regina from Asakana Network in Lusaka. Um, so would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, good morning. My name is Regina Mutonga and um, I run uh, Asakana Network with my friends. Yeah. Can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about Asakana because we've been listening to your story for the last hour or so and it's just incredible. Uh, so Asakana literally means young women. So when you say Asikana Network, it actually translates to Young Women's Network. And uh, what we do is we do all things tech, we do all things software and hardware, and we're basically about empowering the young girls in the tech space. We want to make them feel comfortable and not apologize for being in the tech space. And also, most importantly, is give them skills in the technology world that are actually helpful in helping them make money and just be more self-sustaining. And can you explain, because you were telling us in detail about how teaching them through technology, what greater impact that can have on their communities? Mm -hmm. I feel that when you teach a girl any STEM-related subject, it has a tendency to open up their minds. So what happens with that is the impact that it has on the communities. They go back to the communities and they teach all their friends, they teach their parents, and and they teach all these uh, schoolmates and co-workers what they have learned. And another thing that really happens is because their minds are opened up, they think of other solutions to actually make money. And they realize that you don't actually always have to be a nine-to-five employee. You can make money for yourself as you look for other jobs. You can make money for yourself. Yeah. And then that has an impact as well on the... uh, You were talking about the relationships often with the father. Yes. It's something that we noticed uh, a couple of years ago, two or three years ago. We noticed that... When you focus on teaching a girl a new skill and they take that skill back home to dad, especially for the girls who have the privilege of still having their dads in their lives, their dads have a way of, you know, just having having them the, the comfortability in, in a girl being brought out. We have a, a, a notion for those of us that have the privilege of, of having our fathers in our lives so early, if daddy approves, <laughs> chances are this is going to be great. So we really want the fathers to be supportive of what these girls are doing because later on in life when this girl is a young woman when this girl is a fully grown adult she will look at other men 
it, with with respect, and they will respect her the same way that her father was able to respect yeah, her choice. Yeah. And so, what inspired you to start the Africana Network? Money. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a woman in tech myself, and I, I feel this is the, it's something that my co-founders and I share. I was tired of being the only girl every time I walked into a classroom or I went for a job interview. I really was tired of just speaking to myself all the time and asking myself for advice and responding to myself. So I, I really wanted a network that could just give me the support that I needed, even if it's just to call up a friend and say, I'm starting this project, this tech project, and my friend just say, that's great. Do you need any help? And when can we start? So it, it was really just being tired of being a minority for so yeah. long. Yeah. But you're not just a woman in tech. You see, that sounds just a woman in tech. You're highly qualified. Plus, how else have you taught yourself? YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I have taught my... I, I, I completely appreciate the school that I have. Um, <laughs> you know, my lecturers. Thank you very much. But... I, I, I really would love to meet the founder of YouTube and just <laughs> shake their hand because I have learned so much from YouTube. I use it every single day. I learned how to properly code from YouTube. And, uh, of course, friends in the in the beginning, it's always easier when you band together yeah. and, and learn something together. You learn much faster when you're with your friends. But I, I, I'm highly qualified in YouTube. I, if there's, <laughs> what, if kind there's of, what kind of technical... Why don't you just list your technical skills that you have? Because it's oh. pretty impressive. Yes, so I actually, like you, my first experience was management and information systems, and then I moved on to programming. So I um, am an Android programmer, and I'm a, um, a website developer. I can code in PHP. Am I getting too technical? No, this is good, because oh, people need great. to listen to it. It's not just, I so work I can, in the technology space. I oh, actually good. have really good... So yeah, I, I can code in Java. I'm really good in Java, Ooh. JavaScript. I'm excellent at PHP. What can't you do? <laughs> well, I'm still learning a few recipes in baking. I'm a baker. Is that But added to your technical skills, you also have got this really strong spirit. So tell us uh, what shooting your shot means, a new phrase that we've just yeah. learned today. Shooting your shot. I say this all the time. You meet someone and you know that you have a business idea for them and you just tell them we can do it. Basically, shooting your shot is that little voice in your head that tells you you can't do it. We put it aside and you go ahead and face your fears. Everyone has fears. The only difference is some of us have a much louder voice to tell us you can do it, even though we really don't. We still learn overnight. And it's all about learning. It's, it's, it's Shooting your shot is about accepting an opportunity when it's given to you. It's like being given. I say this all the time to my girls. These opportunities that are being given to us, to them, it's like somebody giving you a microphone. When somebody gives you a microphone, you don't, you don't just stand there, you speak. So it's, it's about speaking and taking advantage of that opportunity that you've been yeah. given. Yeah. Which I think leads to a really important question, which is what do you think is your greatest achievement as a woman? Hmm, that's 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 hard. But I I think that one of for me the, the greatest achievement I would say being a woman is not accepting to be complacent. I I, I feel like for me there's a clear difference between myself and women I've met who are still struggling to know who they are. Yeah. 
for I I see that to be such a good achievement that I can walk down the streets and tell a man off for catcalling or, or something like that because I'm confident with myself. It's yeah. it's my confidence that I think is my, my greatest achievement. I love that. Yeah. Which um so it would be great if you could just tell us about you you've got a this network of well over a hundred girls that you have worked with and are working with yeah. is there have you got a particular story of one of the girls that comes to your mind of where you've seen such a dramatic I guess change from from what when you first met them to actually through your program through the Asakana network what that's given to that girl yes I use pretty much the same story all the time though we have many stories I really like Chilura and she's one of the girls that we in our first class of basic computer training, which is one of the classes that we do, this is the training of the, this is the on button, this is the keyboard, this is the, you can imagine coming from a class as simple as that to now I'm very comfortable adding her as a trainer in my coding classes because she has learned from that all the way to website management, all the way to mobile app development. And I just, I, I like the young woman that she has become because of the training that she has received. And I'm, I'm, I'm always eager to see more of these stories come up in the organization because it proves that we're, what we're doing is actually working. And how old was she when she came into your program? She was a teenager. Uh, okay. She had just come out of, of high school. I'm not sure how old she is. She could have been 17 or 18. Okay. A teenager. Yeah. It was in 20, 2013. Because I think what's amazing as well about the Asakana Network is that your model is also to make sure that everybody that comes through your program has to mentor and train at least as another 20. Yes, we really encourage our girls to teach at least 20 other girls. It also builds uh, a sense of confidence. Yeah. You teach your first 20 girls, you're shaky, you're a little bit wobbly. By the time you're, you're teaching I see. 50 you're confident, you don't need to read off a book anymore. It's just, uh, uh, we're trying to help them build a lot of their confidence and to also practice what it is that they've actually learned. So, and I, I, I like to take a seat back and see, have they actually learned what it is that I was teaching them? <laughs> and yeah, so it's, it's, it's about confidence building. Confidence, yeah, yeah, I like the confidence theme. Um, so now I'd like you to think of a woman um, that you admire the most or have admired the most in your life and it could be it could be in business it could be just in your personal life I have a feeling I know what you might say because we might have talked about her already but um I quite like my mom I thought you might yeah. say that and I love it I I mean she was a very inspiration she she had no no in her mouth she just she she told it to people straight uh, I'm told a lot of people feared her at the office. I see why now. That's I, good. That's, that's good. I, I think my, if, if I had an opportunity, I, I, I would tell it to her, to her face. I think my mom was, was quite an inspirational woman. She was just, she said yes at a time when it was so, so difficult. She went to school in the 70s, so it must have been a lot harder to... To, to obviously be the first female consul surveyor in the, in the country at that time, so I, I, I would confidently say it's my mom. And yeah. I think maybe your daughter, who is now one, she might is. be saying the same thing about you yeah. because we have I learned so. that Regina <laughs> has purchased her daughter a real laptop because the toy one didn't work, and no, she's already using it. No, one, so one year old. Yeah, she's booking her school. on her on our projects. She, she loves computers. Eh? <laughs> maybe it means that we have a, a third tech person in the house so. 
I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And just a last question is, uh, where, what's your ambition from now? Where do you think you, where would you like to be in five years' time? Personally, or uh, uh, you can do both or whichever. Um, well, professionally, I I want to see Askana Network grow into all ten provinces. Uh, the reason I say that is because we have constantly gotten requests from people who have heard about our program or who have indirectly benefited from the program who are requesting that we open up chapters in other provinces. I really, I, I want to open up clubs in other provinces and be able to help more girls see their potential. Consequently, see that it, it leads up to more women applying for STEM courses in college. Yeah. Because in, a, in as much as we're in 2018, the numbers are still embarrassingly low. Uh, we still have maybe two girls in a class, we have five girls in a class. In 2018, I think these are things that we should be maybe even laughing at in history books that we used to have only two girls in a class. So I really want, I, I still professionally really want to have more peers in my field yeah. in five years. Uh, personally, I, I would like a million dollars. I mean, I just... I, I, now that I have a, a child, I, I've noticed that my my wants and my wishes have changed a little bit, and I'm more focused on my daughter. I would like personally to have inspired my daughter into knowing that she can do whatever it is that she. Even if she says, "I want to be a ballerina," I want to be the type of parent that is comfortable with accepting what my child wants yeah. to do and taking a seat back and, and trying to understand why has she picked what she's picked because I want to give her the same opportunity that I was given I had very understanding parents and um, yeah and financial freedom and all those other things that you know they write in those nice books yeah. but this is what you're doing through the Asakana network as well and not just as a, as a parent and as a mum and that's what's just been hugely inspiring so Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you. Yeah, and we look forward to connecting lots in the future as well. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, thank you. So, Kat, reflections <laughs> on when we were back in Lusaka and talking to Regina from the Asakana Network. So, just to explain... The Asakana Network is is a Zambian initiative which is based at um, kind of building skills and, and enhancing skills around programming technology within youth. So I think the youngest is about eight or nine on their programs mm. through to, uh, I, I guess it kind of goes on to about 16, 17. And the really interesting thing about their program is everybody that comes through it is really kind of tasked with mentoring uh, sort of 20 other yeah. young girls or uh, ladies that kind of come through the programme. So I, mean, I really loved our, our conversation with Regina. Um, what are your initial reflections? I love the way that she explained the way that Asakana works, almost like a, a kind of waterfall in a way, in that she's empowering all of these girls who potentially might not end up working in the STEM field, but are being given skills which open their mind to do many other things. Mm-hmm. And I can really... Uh, resonate with that I think in terms of how important at a young age it is to feel that there are endless possibilities and I think what she's saying about her mother having no no in her mouth is is really brilliant and something that you can really learn from because actually there should be no boundaries at that age and just 
uh, the opportunity to learn more and more skills. Um, and actually, uh, just from hearing her speak, I'd love to go back one day and see them in action because I think there's a lot of energy clearly from the way that she speaks yeah, well, when she talked about her her greatest achievement I mean I think there are there are many but actually her greatest achievement is her self-confidence mm. and if you it's really interesting listening to some of the language um that she uses so it's uh I am very good I am excellent but it's done in such a natural yeah. natural way it doesn't come across as like arrogant or you know I'm the best that there is it's just actually she's got the confidence to say I can do it and this shooting the shot phrase that we've yeah. actually used so much since we heard it <laughs> from it. her it's kind of exactly that it's actually like you know as long as you can reach beyond this, your boundaries and where you think that you actually are yeah and um, what's actually possible when you yeah. do that and I think using in fact, the tool of using certain language and the way that you phrase things actually starts to make it feel more part of your everyday. You know, yeah. I am very good at yeah. PHP. I am really good. I am excellent at yeah. Android application development and yeah. stuff like that. Definitely. Just... And the the mix of the language and the confidence, I think, is is so powerful. And the idea that actually everybody's at some sort of stage in their journey around confidence and that there potentially is a real opportunity for those that are a bit further on in that journey to support others, which is exactly obviously what she's doing through Ascana. I suppose I'm interested to know from you what you see the importance being within an ecosystem of something like the Asakana network. Um, how important do you think that sort of um, programme is? Yeah, well, I think it probably comes back to, actually, we talked to her as well about role models, and she talked about um, her mother, but also her father was quite key in that. And I think that's where the role of something like Ascom Network itself is actually critical, because it's about creating this kind of environment that allows kind of ment- mentoring and inspiration, particularly where there may not be any. Because mm. actually what, what we're talking about is girls going back into their communities having learnt kind of new skills and are actually changing the thoughts and the kind of um, aspirations themselves from their families so that's not actually being driven by the parents in that case it's actually being driven by them so actually it creates that kind of um, really interesting model of actually what they can they can go on to be themselves but also Mm. what impact that they can have on changing the sort of beliefs and I guess um, stereotypes that may be existing within yeah. that. And it made family. me think actually, especially what she was saying about the relationship with the father, um, it took me back to the event that we did in Bath a while ago around diversity and, and quite a few men, um, this is quite a generalist uh, sweeping statement, but quite a few men saying it's since I've had my daughter that I've thought about things in a different way. And I think that's quite interesting because um, what Regina was also picking up on there is how important the influence of, of mm. fathers is, in particular within the Zambian culture. And I wonder whether there's kind of a different way to be talking about diversity and technology to that audience specifically, not necessarily just fathers, but, but also men as well. Um, I think there's kind of uh, a need to be going on the journey together. Um, because diversity is not just about women, it's it's about a huge range of issues and, and, and having supporters in every aspect of life. Um, well, she was saying that about her own daughter. I think her own daughter was sort of one, maybe, or, yeah. or 18 months, and actually that she's daddy's girl. Um, and if, I don't know if you remember her uh, talking about, um, she tried giving her daughter these kind of toy laptops and 
uh, you know, kind of, I guess, fake games to kind of play with. And actually, it wasn't really working. So they gave her an actual laptop that they <laughs> yeah. found, like a sort of uh, an old laptop. And actually, this one and a half year old is like fully engaged and working <laughs> on this laptop. So I can't wait to see this kind of generation of five year old coders that's going to come through yeah. the Asakana network, which is exciting. Um, and I think that's what's so great about having these conversations because it's important always to think I always have this kind of mantra that every conversation is you is an important one whatever meeting or conversation you're invited to go to you, you need to do because you learn something yeah every single time and I think it was a very rich conversation um with Regina as well and we've learned a lot from her and and again be interesting to see how Asakana evolves mm. um, and obviously having some great impact I think I'm not sure if it was kind of clear through our through our conversation with her, but the Asakana Network is obviously very clearly um, an NGO and a non-profit, but actually they um, sustain themselves through project work, and that isn't just within Zambia. They seem to be doing some really yeah. interesting stuff. yeah, mobile app development, managing social media accounts, a US uh, quite large organisation, so mm. very interesting model, so it'd be good to yeah. see how they scale. Definitely. I'd be really keen for us to work with them in the future, and, and one of the things that we'll be carrying forward is the shooting your shot. Yeah, of and course. We're going to be doing that all the time. <laughs> the constant <laughs> comfort zone stretch. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was great. So, yeah, this is Annie and Kat. <laughs>